John the Giant. No one says John from where I'm from, bro. No one says that shit. <laughs> My bad. I, no one I went to school with ever said, yo, that John to me. No, I'm not South Jersey. As much as anyone from your concrete jungle known as North Jersey thinks that everything south of Nork is South Jersey. It is. It's the stickity sticks. I'm ill. I'm ill. I'm ill. I'm ill. I'm ill. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's an honor to be back here with you guys. It's been a while. It's another day to this, a beautiful day to discuss other people's excellence. I'm the unforgettable one himself, Mr. Brett Carroll. Charles is always daydreaming, and we're two guys that get paid by Prokhorov for next propaganda. He hasn't been paid as much because it's been a long time since we've done this. Um, we literally have not done this since Kyrie came like full time. I think the last time we did, I think the last time we did this was the James Harden trade. So it's been yeah. that long. Yeah. So we're back, and it's the playoffs. Playoffs, baby. Playoffs. The Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, had a play in the play-in, and I'm not going to say play a million times. And it's kind of crazy to think about that, but without context, people would just consider the season a failure. I think me and you could putting everything into consideration, uh, Kyrie not getting the shot and not playing as much, but still playing on the road at certain points, the whole trade that we already talked about, that we're, we're the seventh seed. It is what it is, and hopefully we become the greatest seventh seed of all time and win the title. But it's crazy because once again, we have to go through Boston and apparently no one watched the playoffs last year, at least the first round, because everyone's acting like this is the first time Kyrie's playing in Boston again. And, and like, Oh my God, he has to beat him. We four one 2021 happened already. Like, I don't know what narrative we got to keep doing every time he goes to Boston, but I feel like Boston needs to win just as much as the Nets need to win. The, the, the Nets are going to have the pressure because of Kyrie and KD, but the, but the Celtics have equal pressure because they've been building this for over five years and they have one Eastern Conference you know, appearance a couple of years back to show for it. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, the homegrowns, great talents. I'm not shitting on them at all. have to prove themselves just as much as the Nets don't want to be one and done, let alone the seventh seed. So it's interesting. Well, I'm, I'm excited. I think, I think the pressure on Kai is more like because – the Nets are a seven seed largely because you haven't been able to play full time for most of the year. Yeah. Right. So that's what a, it's not about beating Boston. It's about, okay, you chose to not get vaccinated. And that's your choice. And that's great. But now that you're full time, now that you're back, you know, a hole has been dug. And whether it's fair to put that all on you or not is, you know, whatever, but a hole has been dug. You you have to at least be, make sure that you're not the reason why the Nets couldn't get out of it, right? That's what the pressure on him is, and I think he'll step up. He always steps up in the playoffs. He always steps up against Boston. Um, however, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm nervous about this series. You know how I am about defense. We do not play any defense. And to be honest with you, this year even worse than last year. I don't even think we have an offensive identity. That's what scares me more than anything else. I don't know about year, that, man. No, 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 no. Seriously, 
we play, we have no, we run no plays. Every time down the floor, it's Katie or Kyrie ISO. And the formula has been one of y'all has to get 35 plus. The other one has to get 25 plus. And you got to be both efficient in doing so. And you got to still get your teammates involved. Yeah, but Seth Curry's been injured and he was the third scorer since the trade. Uh, Brown stepped up. I just feel like, I feel like that's just misleading because when they're when everyone's been healthy, Sands, you know, Joey Buckets. I wish we had we had Joey Buckets just to, you know for the depth right now. But when we're healthy, <laughs> the the ball is going. Yes, it's ISO. Of course, it's ISO. Look who you the two players you have have an ISO and the perimeter players that you have with them. Like the faster yeah, we play, yeah. the better in transition we are. And so, all right, I'll put it to you this way: we won five straight, and I still don't feel any more confident in our ability to win than before because. We had lost like two or three straight before the five-game winning streak, but the five-game winning streak, who did we beat? We beat Houston, in which we had a big lead and blew it. We beat the Knicks, in which we were down big and came back. We beat Cleveland twice. In both games, we had a big lead and blew it. We beat the Pacers, in which we had a big lead and blew it. So my thing is, if we played five good teams, there's a really good chance that we could have been on a five-game losing streak and been out of the playoffs by now. Yeah, but that's the same shit as saying if Kai played more, we would be the second seed. You know what no. I mean? Like okay, which is which is which is true. But the point I'm but the point I'm making is our recipe for winning is not a good recipe. Yeah, but a, but a couple. And we're a lot barely beat, and we're barely. And when I say barely, I yes, four to five wins were by ten plus points. I get that, but. To me, we're barely beating bad teams with that formula. Now you play a team like Boston, who's the best defensive team in the league. I yeah, understand but every have... team was playing us those last five games. No one was like, oh, well, the, our season's over. Every every single one of them was trying to play spoilers for the Nets, too. Oh, so you think the playoffs are going to lay down? No. No, but but that's my point. If that was that was what you wanted. You wanted us to, be, to win all those games. You wanted when other teams were like, we're trying to end your season, the team wins. I don't care if it's by one point or a hundred points. If you win the game, you win the game. And a five-game winning streak when you have to – the guy just came back full-time. The fact that he had this little tired stretch during the last few games, which we won, good. Now we're going into the playoffs, and he already got – we saw that initial run of just ridiculous efficiency. Like, complete ridiculous efficiency. We didn't really get a chance to praise him on here, but there was a couple <laughs> games where, where he, you know – Stupid. He's playing two, putting up two K numbers, and and people. He's played so well despite the, these couple of you know the stretches that you just don't like that we didn't murder them. <laughs> that he's played so well that people are saying if he played the full season, he he might be the MVP. That he might be one of the most talented players in the league. So the only way we're going to lose to the Celtics in the first round is getting out coached. And I, yeah, but I don't I, I don't really consider I don't think we're going to get out coached. I'm sorry. You don't. No. What? Wait, wait, wait. You don't think Imanadoka, who is, by the way, on our staff, who should be a coach of the year candidate, is going to outcoach Steve Nash, who's the worst coach we he's worse than Kenny Atkinson. I don't care. And you know how much I you know how much I have killed Kenny Atkinson. Steve Nash is worse than Kenny Atkinson. You don't think we're gonna get that's that's why I'm nervous. We don't play any defense. They're they're a better defensive team. We're a better offensive team, but by how much I don't know, and we're definitely going to get. We're a better offensive team than they are a defensive team, and it's not like they're the they're just offensive juggernauts. Like we do have a good team. 
Okay. If we get if we get out coached, we get out coached. I realize that's the only way we lose, but I'm not putting that much onus on it because we have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving out on the court. You see, so, but that's the thing. At some, but that's my point. Our formula for winning is them being spectacular every single night, and there's zero margin for error. Zero. And that's what scares me. And when we don't play defense, you're literally asking these guys, again, before the five-game stretch, when we are playing better teams, mm-hmm. you literally were having these guys back and forth scoring 50-plus points, and we still were losing half of those games. Yeah, because but- of- I understand. I understand what you mean, but your your concern last year was that we didn't play defense, and we and we started playing defense this year without Ben Simmons. We are a worse defensive team than we were last year, and we wait, don't. Wait, wait, wait. I don't think we can say without Ben Simmons we're anything. Ben Simmons is a non-factor until he's a factor. But he that's he, my point. He hasn't that's, played since the playoffs, so he's a non-factor in this discussion. But that's the point I'm making. If Ben Simmons isn't playing, I don't know how far. I'm not saying we're going to lose to Boston. Oh, come on, man. What do you mean if Ben Simmons isn't playing? He hasn't been playing. He hasn't played all year. I understand. I understand that we need him. We, One, we, we don't, don't have- know what he is. No, we, we're, you're just assuming he's going to come in and be good and not a liability in the playoffs against the Boston Celtics. Okay, that's that's fine. What I'm saying is. His defense is desperately needed. His playmaking is desperately needed. We don't really have a point guard outside of Kai. When Dragic is out, our playmaking abilities are really bad. And what makes you think he's going to have playmaking abilities after sitting out a year and the first thing he's doing is playoff basketball against Boston? Okay, what I'm saying is if he could just give us defense alone, I'll take that. I'll take that. Defense alone, I'll take that. Even if it's as simple as, yo, you see Jason Tatum? We can't afford him to get 50 tonight. Please hold him to 40. If yeah. you hold him to 40, so we'll Ben win. Simmons comes back after a year of being out for mental reasons and, and, and all these insecurity reasons, and he's going to go up against Jason Tatum in the playoffs as his first assignment. Yeah. Okay, I'm, again, just, I'm, I'm just not, clarifying. I didn't, I, I I didn't say, again, I didn't say shut him down. I didn't say shut him down. When we lose to Boston, it's because Jason Tatum's getting 50 and we can't stop him. What I'm saying is, hey, Ben, you're only playing for 10, 15 minutes. Instead of Jason Tatum getting 50, please just hold him to 40. If you hold him to 40, we can win. We cannot afford him to get 50 because we're going to lose. That's all I'm saying. I, that is a reasonable yeah, but but I'm not as I'm not worried about that because if they're doing that to us, what are we doing to them? We're, we're a better offensive team. No. See, again, all right. They play better defense than us. So – our guys getting 50 is probably a way less efficient 50 than Jason Tatum. Our guys having to get 50 every single night efficiently when they're actually playing defense and making our job, making their jobs harder. And because we don't have a good coach, he's not doing anything to make their jobs easier. Where Akima Doka will make, will draw stuff up to make Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown's life a little bit easier. So they're getting easier shots. They're getting easier looks. They're getting put in positions to succeed as opposed to us saying, here, Kai, here, Katie, go one on three every time down the floor. And one of y'all has to just overcome it every night. That is that is almost an impossible thing to ask these two guys to do. And that's what we've been doing. That's what we've been asking them to do all year. And what I'm saying is Ben Simmons being out there at least – Gives us a chance to say, yo, 
Jason Tatum's going to get his 50 or his 40. Instead of him doing it by making every shot imaginable, make his job harder. Uh, even if it's for just 10, 15 minutes, because that 10, 15 minutes might be the difference. We're just going to have to outscore people. That's the only way we're winning. That's the only way we're winning. And teams could beat us when you don't play defense. Again, like last year, we were the greatest offense of all time, but we were the worst defense of all time. And it was a problem because even when we were scoring 120 points a game, if you're giving up 123, you still lose. Cool. My thing is we can score 120 points. You got to hold them to 115. You got to hold them to 115. It's just that simple. With Ben Simmons, you might have a chance of doing that. Without Ben Simmons, it's going to be hard because you're literally at their mercy of just missing shots because they're going to get wide open shots. Even against Cleveland, we played really good defense for a couple stretches, but then Darius Garland looked like fucking LeBron out there. And even when they lost, a lot of those were just missed shots by them. It's not like we did anything. So against a better team, you're not going to get away with that. A guy like Jason Tatum, who I think loves that challenge of playing Kyrie and KD, because we forget they're all boys. We forget uh, coming up, Kyrie and KD were the main ones putting that battery in his back, telling him how great he is. So he loves playing the Nets. And what I'm saying is he can average 40 in this series efficiently and we can lose. Whereas even if KD's averaging 40 or Kai's averaging 40 is not as efficient as we need it to be. And therefore we are getting outscored. We finished 19th, uh, the 19th defense this year. We were 23rd last year. So we have been playing better defense this year. That's all I'm saying. Like, are they better? Yeah, they have Jalen Brown again. You know what I mean? Like, we, we, I'm not overlooking the talent uh, that he is, but I'm not worried. Like, even Stephen A, as much, and, and all the haters on, all the talking head haters, even got, most of them got the Nets winning. One or two, are, I picked the Celtics. I just don't think we're going to lose to the Celtics in the first round. Okay. I, I, my thing is, at some point, we got to respect the opponent too, man. Like, like, yeah, it's easy to say, oh, we have KD and Kyrie. There's no way we can lose. Like, yes, there's no way we can lose. I, I, I But I, I really think the only way they won a game last year was Jason Tatum having a career game. And they yeah. well, that was a worse defense. That's all I'm saying. I'm not even – I'm not going that deep. I, I, I There are better teams. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is – This year. So, all right, but this is what I'm saying. Last year, right, the reason why Brad Stevens got fired because last year they played the same way we played this year. Hey, Jason Tatum, hey, Jalen Brown, you guys go one on five and just go off. That's the only way we can win. And that's why they went. Uh, Idoka found a way to finally get these guys to like, yo, let's put you guys in better positions to make your jobs easier. And you guys can't just be scorers. I need you guys to be playmakers as well because if you get your teammates involved, once again, your job is easier. So what I'm saying is this is a better Boston team than what we faced last year. And defensively, I don't care what the numbers say, we are our worst defensive team than last year. I, I watch every game. We we cannot stop a running nose. We're terrible. Now, granted, it's the playoffs. They're going to lock in better. Granted, the games are spread out, especially the first four games. So it's easier to like really lock in defensively. And if, and if they do that, yes, we can win. I'm not saying... I'm not saying we're going to lose. What I'm saying is people are acting like, oh, don't worry, we got this. I'm like, I don't know about that. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, but that's the playoffs, too. I, I, I like, 
The East isn't the East 10 years ago. I think anybody that still acts like it is hasn't been paying attention to the sport in the last two, three years. The, the East has been better. The East has been deep. I mean, the East play-ins look like a more dangerous squad than what you're seeing out West in some cases, obviously. But I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I just feel confident against the Celtics, especially because for whatever reason, they create, they, they make Kyrie the focus. And, and, I, and not to beat a dead horse, but th- that is Kevin Durant. Like, if he's healthy, yeah, we're, we, we can win this series. And, I, and everyone always goes to the OKC. They lost down 3-1. Yeah, man, people lose games. We lost a game seven last year to the champs. Shit's tough. It's the playoffs. You can lose in any round. I'm very much aware of that. I'm just not going to get on here after what I've seen, what I feel. I, I, like, can we go? Can we lose in seven to the Celtics? Of course. They're our rivals. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to me, it's weird because I feel like you're – Stating a lot of obvious facts too, like yes, that's exact. That's how I would coach to beat us right now. You know what I mean? Like yes, that's how it's going to work. It, it it goes up to the two. It's a tag team match. But but in wrestling terms for you, I'm, I'm trying to give give the respect to the Celtics because it's it's Brown and Tatum, Katie and and, and Durant. You uh, uh Katie and Kyrie. Like that's what that's what the matchup is, and that's cool. Like that. This is an all time era type of matchup again, and. I'm here for it. I, I I am not saying it's a short thing. I'm saying I feel like the Nets fan I am, we got this. But also, I get what you're, where you're coming from. There's a shit ton of bandwagon Nets fans out there that haven't earned this feeling I have and this confidence I have. They no, just, I, I, I'm never going to kill people for having confidence. I'm just being real. You know how I am. I try to think of things realistically. Realistically, Again, except not, for the Buck series last year, you you had all the confidence in the world in the Buck series last year. You you decided. Well, I mean, and, and I was right. If again, I know, if, I know, but I'm saying out of all the times, the last two three years where you were like, despite, all my this, confidence. Despite <laughs> the injuries, if if Kevin Durant has a size 14 and not a size 17, we're we're in the we're in the conference finals. And that was despite the injuries. But what I'm saying is, I. Like I said, what scares me about this team as opposed to last year's team is <clears throat> not only do we not play defense, but again, offensively, I hate the way we I hate the way we play offense. Last year we at least ran shit. And a lot of people associate that with Dan Tony. Dan Tony left. And it's almost like Steve Nash has no idea what to do. So it's just like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I feel that we're running a boot. Tell me if I'm wrong, because you've watched more games than I have this year um, because, you know, Hulu and yes. And then I have to watch it on my phone and smart cast it. It's a whole thing sometimes. But so you've seen them more. To me, it feels like they run a bootleg version of the Warriors offense from a couple of years ago. Like they, they do this free flowing BS until it's not working. And then they go ISO. I don't even think they do that, bro. I think it's literally just backyard pickup uh, basketball. It, it's re- I'm telling you, it's literally just, hey, y'all just do you. And by the way, that could be the players. You know how some players are. It's like, yo, just give me the ball. We'll figure it out. But my thing is, like, again, that's not – in the playoffs, I, I can't see that getting us Yeah, far. but I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> but, but we've said this for every superstar team that's ever existed and won. Like, oh, you're really just going to rely on these stars like this? Yeah, they do. No, no, no. Cleveland ran plays. The Nets last year ran plays. I'm telling you, I'm watching. I've been I've been to the last five, five games. Like, they're all at home. I went to the game. Ugh. 
These aren't even plays. These are literally this. These guys just going one on three, and it's like, dude, that is a that that that's not basketball. Like, yeah, I get it. It's the playoffs and in crunch time situations. That's what you want, but that's crunch time situations. You're not supposed to do that for the whole fucking game. Like, that's what I'm saying. If you're gonna do that all game, every game for a seven game series, you will you will lose. I don't know if that's the point, especially especially if you don't play defense, especially if you don't play defense. But I don't know if that's the plan. A lot of the last five, last 10 games <laughs> was at least, you know, perception of me of uh, Kyrie getting his feet under him. Like letting him go out there and ball and see, you know, like he's finally full time. They need the you, games and they're playing like they need to play. You could be right about that. Again, it's the playoffs. It's a different mentality. Like I tell people all the time, people don't realize they get a binder this big. Yeah, but like, they got vets on the squad. This, we don't have like if this was the Nets from four years ago, I'd be with you. But there's a lot of veterans with some postseason experience on this Nets roster that aren't named Kevin or Kyrie. So I, I, I I get that. I gotta see. I gotta see game one. I gotta see how they play. Yeah, but every you know, that's the beauty. All of I know is if we if we if we play the way we've been playing it for the last month, I don't see us winning because that's not that's just not a recipe for success. You cannot sit there and say, "Yo, one of y'all got to score fifty, the other one's got to score thirty. Both of y'all got to be efficient." Oh, and by the way, if you can still sprinkle in like you know fifteen to twenty assists between the two of you, we'll win. That. It's like okay, cool. So we're you're gonna do that on offense, but we're definitely gonna play defense, right? Oh no, we're not playing defense. We're just gonna outscore people by y'all being the best players ever. And it's like, dude, that's not even realistic. No, it's not realistic. So if it happens, just being serious, it's not realistic. Let me just say one more time, it's not realistic. But if that were to happen, that'd be awesome. I'm just saying, if, if, if we, night, if we, oh, okay. And what I'm saying is. And it might work because if Robert Woods doesn't play, maybe it's easier for them to win. I'm, I'll put, if we get out of two rounds, if we make it to the conference final with these two idiots playing like that, they're the GOATs. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. They're the GOATs. Because that is that is insane. That is an insane way to play football. That's that's literally football. like – That's literally like, yo uh, – you know, in baseball, Aaron Judge, you have to hit a home run every time you go up to bat. We're not gonna, we're not gonna, we have no pitching, we have no defense. What we're gonna do? I'm is, just saying, you can like you can give Patty Mills and Lamarcus Aldridge a little bit more playoff credit than what you're giving them right now. <laughs> not saying they're old what they used to be, but like, damn, like no, no. I'm, but I'm saying our offense the last month has been hit here, you guys. You guys be absolutely unstoppable. Yeah, but I understand, and, and and I'm wary of role players not being efficient come this time of year. Trust me, me and especially you on the road where we don't have home court advantage. By the way, oh, you in that home court advantage? Well, no, role players play better on my home. That's just a that's just a fact. Although, ironically, we have a better road record than home record this year, but that's because Kyrie hasn't played at home games all year, so that's. To me, that's stupid. It's a, this year was such a weird year, especially when it like I think me and you did less Nets propaganda just because the narrative around the team, it, like where me and you aren't <laughs> going to talk about how Kai's not playing every week, and 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 the Nets are the Nets. Like Kevin Durant's balled out all year. Uh, the youth is looking good. Me, Cam I, Thomas I, I, and, 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 and Kessler, you know. I'll say this: Joel Embiid should win MVP. I don't know how everybody's talking about he's not MVP. He's MVP. 
However, to me, this proved that Kevin Durant's the MVP. We were the number one seed with him, and he was having his best – statistically, he was having his best year since his MVP year. He goes out. We can't even win a game without him. And then he comes back balling and gets us to the seventh seed. To me, that's an MVP. Now, obviously, he did not play enough games to qualify. But to me, if you're asking me what an MVP is – And it's one of his best years uh, when it comes to assists. That's why right. it gets me when, it, when people call him just a scorer. I was like, yo, this dude can pass, and he's getting off six assists per game. Like, everyone's like, somebody calls tra- that average. And I'm like, yo, if one of your forwards is averaging six assists, chances are he's starting for you, period. Like, like you could average six points and six assists and make an NBA roster consistently. Like, And by the way, the way we play, you only play like that if you have a Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? This doesn't work with any other no dude. No shit. But goddamn, like, man, like it's not. You know, races, races. As much as, I, as much as I love Mark Jackson, and we always say give him more credit for the Warriors, that's the reason why the Warriors were a first-round exit, maybe a second-round exit with Mark Jackson as opposed to a juggernaut with Steve Kerr. Because that's what Mark Jackson did. He's like, yo, I have two superstars. Here, take the ball, go ISO every time. And mind you, they play defense. But – their offense was Steph Curry and Clay Thompson just going ISO every time. It's like, bro, that you can't win like that. So Steve if the Nets Curry, don't win a chip, who do you want? Beginning of the playoffs, end of the season, you know what I mean? This is as uh, objective as you're going to get because it's not like Steve Nash <laughs> has been a bad head coach as far as his record is concerned as, as, in Brooklyn, as Brooklyn Nets' career, his tenure has been good. Like he's far from the worst Nets coach we've even talked about on this podcast. You know, so. Ooh, I, Steve Nash? Yeah, I don't think he's the worst. I think, I think, uh, What's his name? The angry old man. Lionel Hollins. <laughs> I think he's the I think he's the worst head coach we ever had. Sorry. Uh, to be fair, I think if Lionel Hollins had this roster, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, he, okay. He, Lionel he, Hollins would be the seventh seed too, but we'd be better at defense. Congratulations. Me and you, but we wouldn't be the seventh seed. I guarantee you. If, if we were better, yeah, defense, we wouldn't, and we wouldn't have the roster either because no one wants to go play for his old grumpy ass. But anyway. Me and you could coach. Who, who would you want to, to replace Steve Nash? Pop. Who would you want to replace Steve Nash? Pop. Oh, Pop. Yeah. Okay. I would like the goat too, please. But I mean, like maybe somebody more realistic than the guy. Probably. It's not realistic. Or... We're we're basically Spurs East, and you're telling me Pop yeah. would. I don't think he's leaving San Antonio. I, I mean, if he, well, I, you're right. But I think this would be the one team he would leave them for. Like I think that's a realistic get. Um, I like Mark Jackson, but again, Mark Jackson, my problem with Mark Jackson is the same offensive philosophy. Here, Kyrie, here, KD, y'all just do what you do. It's like, no, bro, we need more structure than that offensively, especially if we're, especially if we're not going to play defense. Now, Mark Jackson, I think, would have us play better defense, so maybe that balances out. But I, I say we, we get Phil Jackson in here and have him coach the Nets. Oh, God. We no. run the triangle and win the ring just so we can go. <laughs> oh, God, no. I mean, Phil Handy, I got to shout out my boy Phil Handy. Uh, he's the sister for the Lakers. Bro, I'm just saying we could totally win running the triangle. That's all I'm saying. If we're going to do older, relevant coaches, let's let's go full New Jersey Nets and bring back Byron Scott at that point. Shit. You love you some Byron Scott. I do. I do love me some Byron Scott. But, no, see, I, I really think Pop is a – I really think Pop is a realistic answer. If he's ready to transition – because it sounds like he's like he not ready to retire yet. 
But at the same time, it's like, dude, there's no way you still would have coached that team. That team's garbage. If like, we can get Pop, would you be willing to like if 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 he's willing, obviously, to give Steve Nash a like reduced role and keep him in the organization? Because I like I like it's it's weird because I under everything you've said, I agree with. But like I like Steve Nash. There's just something like I like I feel like he's good you know, to I like, have around. I like Steve. I like Steve. Look, my my issue with Steve Nash is my same issue with Kenny Axon. They're just not ready to coach at this level yet. So yeah, keep Steve Nash, develop him. I would love for for a pop to come in and really teach Steve Nash how to be a head coach. And then whenever Pop retires, you Steve Nash is elevated back to uh the head coaching position. I was in favor of keeping Kenny Atkinson in some type of role. Yeah, right? no, me and you wanted him to be uh the leader of the youth of youth development or whatever it's called. Yeah, like I will say his praises as a player development uh, guy. Player development, there it is. Um uh, uh, forever. But he just wasn't a good coach because he was too reliant on the system and we couldn't take mid-range shots and it was just stupid especially at the time we didn't even have a good three-point shooting team but you're like forcing us to take all these threes but i but i think kenny Axel should be a head coach again somewhere like that's how you get better by me by being a coach so i'm not saying kick steve Nash to the curb yeah i would love for steve Nash to stay on and learn i just don't th- i don't think, like i said i don't think this was even fair to him to come into this situation I well, really don't. well, he's obviously the coach that uh, KD wanted, right? And 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 all you know, I'm not blaming him for taking the job. If somebody would offer me the job, you take the be, job. It'd be hard for me to say no. Now I might because I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> like, you well, would say, are you sure? You'd be like, are you, are you serious? Like I'm like, I mean, the only thing I've ever done is coach church league, and yeah, we won, but like, damn, like, are you sure? But I would still, and then they show, show me the money, I'm like, oh shit, I'll get fired. This money's guaranteed anyway. Yeah, I'll, I'll sign on to be the worst coach in NBA history. Cool, <laughs> really, but like, so I'm not blaming. I have Steve. won my fantasy football league once. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I'm not blaming Steve Nash for taking the job. I just. For the life of me, don't understand how the Nets didn't take that more seriously. That's my thing. It's like, it's like, bro, if you know, like, yo, this team is so good that coaching is probably the only thing, to your point, coaching is probably the only thing that can fuck this up, along with health, obviously. You got to make sure you get a good coach. I mean, this is the make or break part uh, for Steve Nash, so we'll see. And, and to be honest with you, because of the year we had, even if we get swept by Boston, I don't think he gets fired, though. It's hard to tell because because of the year we had, right? Like you can you can give him some uh, props for not, for winning some games, like when Cam Thomas just had a career game in the Garden. Like you can give Steve Nash some credit for that game, but likewise, like if he did a great job, there'd be no question about him going forward but granted i think if he gets another year it's not like oh my god i can't believe he's still here because he's he's done a good job he hasn't done a job i'll put put it to you this way i think the only way he gets fired is if we get swept and and or if pop says yo i want to coach no i think if we lose against the celtics in the first round he's gone i really do i don't think so i mean i don't think so the, the fans are going to point to him, but I don't think that I haven't heard the media point the figure at him once. Good point. You know what I mean? So, so there's not even like outside pressure to get rid of him. The fans don't like him because the fans realize he's, he's in over his head. But again, if that's Katie's boy, and again, we don't know, they might be running the offense that Kyrie and Katie want. 
But to me, that still proves the fact that you need a better head coach because you need somebody that can come to him and come to both of them and say, yo, we can't play like this. And this is that is insane that y'all want to play like this. We can't do that. We can't. We got to run a fucking play. Even the last year, it's not like we were running anything crazy. But just simple, like, pick and rolls with James Harden was getting guys wide open shots. And it was like, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying we got to run some crazy, silly offense, but run something. Run anything. These dudes just dribbling the ball and taking on double and triple teams every time. Yeah, no, like, no, that's that. Hold on. But, but before we sign off here, man. We, we didn't get a chance to praise it because there was a couple of all-time Nets performances like this season. Uh, Kai, what, what, what did he do? Like two 50-point games back-to-back or something? And that's the first? Uh, K- K- yes, he did, actually, technically. But also, KD had 50 and Kai had 60. They were the first teammates to have back-to-back games of 50 points. Yeah, and Kai broke Darren Williams' record uh, down in – Thank God. Thank God. So, Nets fans – It was Charlotte, are- right? Huh? Was it Charlotte? Yeah, yeah. How, how ironic was both those performances were against Charlotte teams? One was the Bobcats, the other was the Hornets. We are rejuvenated, right? Darren Williams no, no longer holds the record, so we can officially hate him forever. I mean, he... And he by the way, I don't hate Darren Williams, but I know y'all do. I know the Nets universe hates Darren Williams, so now... I feel like there's less hate. I feel like it's the opposite. Like, now we're going to hate him less just because he doesn't have the record, right? Like now we can look back and it's not the best time in Brooklyn history or anything like that, but you can look back and go, I guess that game four was kind of fun. Goddamn D-Will. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's what it's going to yeah, be, I, right? I think, I think everything is rejuvenated. Uh, once again, it was a first game after my birthday. For some reason, he likes having career highs on my birthday. I'll take it. Uh, Yo, March and April, he likes balling out. Yeah, March. 12. Like not that he doesn't ball out whenever he's on the court, especially as a net. There has everybody, even his harshest critics as a Brooklyn net, say when he's on the court, he's great. Because when he has, has an off game, no one questions it. That's how how little off games he's had as a net, yeah. which is why it's so like in the rear view with D Will. He's the complete opposite. Just that stat of like he already has like the most fifty point games in that's history, like by a long shot. And it's like, damn, like what? The kid from Jersey now holds the record for the Jersey franchise, even though it's in Brooklyn. And people and everyone that's like, oh, they should go back to Jersey. Listen, until this the, the stupid mandate, I did not have any type of, oh, yeah, that's, they should do that. Until that stupid mandate, I was like, I mean, the Brooklyn Nets playing in Newark would probably draw a crowd right now. Like, my, probably it would. It probably would. Um, yeah, the fact that he has that record is crazy, especially since if you think about it, even though he's been here for three years, he really has only had like a season's worth of games. Oh, I know. Because every year he's missed so many games, which is insane. Our friends who are detractors of Kyrie Irving only bring that up for the most part. Yeah, I think it's – No one talks about the game. Everyone says availability because as far as his on-the-court game, he's played enough – he played so little this season, and there's people that are like, I don't even like him. But he might be one of the best in the league right now for saying it's not LeBron. I don't like Giannis enough. So can I throw Kyrie in there? Has now become a narrative because I don't know why people are just against saying Kevin Durant is. Like, it's just weird to me. He has to be the scorer and, and Steph has to be the shooter. Like, you could just say they're the best if you guys think they're the best. But so it's crazy to me that with all the hate he gets, I've heard Kai now mentioned with he could be the most talented even though he hasn't played enough. Like, he would be in the MVP conversation based on how he's played just this Dude. season. 
I think he's only played a hundred. Like I think literally he's at the hundred game mark. That's crazy, dude. In three years, that's so right? fucking crazy. Because he only played thirty games this year. Um, that's ridiculous, man. Yeah, like I think I think he's at like the hundred. Maybe maybe not even maybe not even yet. But I think he's at the hundred game mark, and the fact that he already has like what six fifty plus point games already. Yo, like, Kai, a- you 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 still owe me like four whole seasons. So I'm just saying, resign. You know, come on, come on, bro. It's it's it's, it's insane, and it's like. If they win a chip, is Kyrie the greatest net of all time? Like it's like that's a like that's I mean a, it's, I mean it's him. Let's be real. Like if we have to be uh, name off the five, he's in the top five with Kevin Durant. It's Jason Kidd. It's Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Dr. J. The Chronic's right up here. I have the vinyl. My bad, guys. <laughs> Dr. J. And and yeah, like you're, you're <coughs> there. You go. You got and you got your top four. And the only reason why shout out to Richard Jefferson and Brooke Lopez. I know people are gonna be pissed. I didn't say Brooke Lopez. Like, no, but and, and literally the only reason why I'm putting Kyle over KD is because he has so many records. KD does too, which is insane. Like even James Harden in his short, in his short most career. triple doubles in a, in a net season is James Harden. I think. Like insane, but the point about it is, like, they have all those records. And to be honest, you do have to give Kyrie credit for bringing them to Brooklyn, right? So if they win a championship, even if KD's the Finals MVP, we know Kyrie's gonna ball out. I think you got to put Kyrie a little bit over KD because he's the reason why they're even there. I think every New Jersey Nets fan should have Kyrie over KD because Kyrie, at least from my vantage point as my, as a Nets fan, my whole life, he's the one that brought new Jersey into Brooklyn. Like he's the one that said, we are also the new Jersey Nets and they've rocked that Navy blue and red pattern. The one we all love. Everybody loves. I told him when I told him and I told you, I almost cried that first day they wore him because that shit was beautiful to me. Bro, that shit should be our Jersey. That should just be the Jersey. And I told him like, yo, that's your legacy, bro. Like people forget before we did a whole pot about this. Before Kyrie came there, they had wanted nothing to do with the New Jersey legacy. It was all Brooklyn. We did a whole pot about Bobby Marks was on record saying if they could go back, they would get rid of the Nets name altogether, right? Crazy. And now there's so much New Jersey culture there, whether it's Kerry Kittles doing games, whether it's Richard uh, Jefferson. Richard Jefferson, whether it's the jersey, the throwback jerseys. Whether it's um, even uh, who else? Who else did games? Kerry uh, Kittles has done games, but there's somebody else they brought back. I uh, remember Kerry Kittles because because Richard Jefferson's done done a couple now. In the new, we're not disrupting our whole era. Devin Harris, Devin Harris, they brought back. Oh, he did? I missed those games. I remember you saying yeah, it. I was like, yeah, he, he hasn't been there as much as Kerry Kittles, but he did like two or three games this year. Uh, Underrated net. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like the fact that they have fully embraced the New Jersey culture. That's because of Kyrie. Like you can't you can't even deny that. You can't even deny that. Because before Kyrie, it was nothing New Jersey related. The only thing Jersey related was was Iron Eagle. And that's because he's been there since the beginning. And I do think they brought back Richard Jefferson before Kyrie. But okay. But that's because Richard Jefferson had just retired, and it made sense to bring him back. He's an all-time net, and he's and he's great. Let's be real, and, Richard and Jefferson's he's, awesome. He's, he's a national treasure. He is fantastic. But that's the only thing New Jersey that's related that they ever really did besides retiring Jason Kidd's jersey. Right after Kyrie, again, you see the culture shift because they realize, oh, that's right, we were in Jersey and, for and Vince Carter. We honored Vince Carter too. Uh, 
I don't. I think I don't remember if that was before uh, Kyrie and KD got here, but I know that was a big New Jersey Nets moment when we when but, we, yeah, whatever his last year was. Yeah, yeah. we honored him. Like we we, I, we we pretty much said if if he's he's as much of a net as he is a Raptor to the NBA, and people right. got real mad at us and the organization for being like, I'm sorry. He played with us too, and he was just as good, if not better, for us. Yeah, so, and I think he played just as long. I want to say roughly, roughly the same. So, considering but, his whole career, it's roughly the same, you know. Yeah, but it's, and it's like at the end of the day, like, but so besides the obvious people that they had to honor, they wanted nothing to do with the New Jersey Nets legacy. And, and then you see, you see the culture shift. You see the culture. Kai that came is- back, and and it wasn't until Kai came back where Petrovich merch became a normal thing they had a petrovich day uh before but like they'd have like a game for him but since kai's come back the 90s nets look is back so everything 90s nets is just because again i think they realize oh that's right we've been here for, we were in jersey for 35 years there's got to be players there's got to be people from the tri-state area that weren't nets fans not everybody's a freaking knicks fan and so that was huge and kai said i'm only here because i'm a new jersey nets fan like he made that very clear. Jersey, so, bitch. Yeah, that so that's that's a that's the that's the big thing. And like I said, I'm not saying to to come back to where we all started. I'm not saying we are going to lose to Boston. I agree that we sh- that we could and should win the series. I just think it's going to be tough, man. And, and not only do I think it's going to be tough, I think it's one of those things. Even if we win, we might be really fucked up for Milwaukee, like. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the way we play bad. It's just not that's not basketball, bro. That's, like, that's six. It's, I think it's gonna have to go six. I would I don't want to be game seven in Boston. I really don't. That's in six. If we win, it's gonna go six. All right, tell uh, me where they can find you, bro. They can find me at never for Brett Me. That's N-E-V-A underscore number four B-R-E-G-T underscore M-E on Instagram or Twitter. And we are at the underscore dope blog on IG at the dope blog, all one word on Twitter. I'm at not the Chuck D on all the socials and Brett's been putting mocks up somewhere else on YouTube. You can check them all out. The, the, I just did a major, major dope mock number five with trades. I'll be up on Monday. So if you're on the YouTube when you're watching this, please like, share, and subscribe, and join us next time as we continue to discuss other people's excellence. Go Nets, baby. Go Nets. I'm ill. 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 I'm 